Hello. I'm delighted to say that my guest on this month's show is none other than the magnificent Shirley Collins. She'll be telling me how she managed to get memories of her sister Dolly, her uncle Fred and her father into her acclaimed new album. I'll also be giving you more details of my big sponsored walk this August in aid of help musicians. It's 180 miles in two weeks. And there's music from Hannah Sanders and Ben Savage, Roseanne Reed, Magpie Ark, Jim Getty and Toby Hay, and This Is The Kit. But let's start with a re-entry this month from Siobhan Miller. She's back in the chart at 35.
Here's the first chart countdown at 40. James Yorkston and Nina Pashon and the Great White Sea Eagle. At 39, Lady Masery with Tender. At 38, a re-entry from Rura with Dusk Moon. At 37, Grief in the Kitchen and Mirth in the Hall from Alistair Roberts. At 36, Spencer Cullum presents his coin collection too. At 35, Siobhan Miller bounces back into the chart with Bloom. At 34, Fairport Convention have Full House for Sale. At 33, Cinder Well and Cadence. At 32, another re-entry, this time from Hannah Sanders and Ben Savage with Ink of the Rosy Morning. We'll hear a track in a moment. And at 31, the first new entry this month. It comes from Roseanne Reed. Her album is Lawside, and we'll hear from her later. But right now, let's hear a track from that wonderful album by Hannah Sanders and Ben Savage, which has popped back into the chart at 37. Here's A Winter's Night. I'm 
Anna Sanders and Ben Savage with Winter's Night from their album Ink of the Rosy Morning, back in the chart at 32. And one place ahead of them is Roseanne Reed. She's the daughter of Craig Reed from The Proclaimers, and the title of her album Lawside refers to the district of Dundee where she lives. It's a very personal album with tracks written for her wife and her baby son, who makes an appearance on this track, Call It Love. Is it ready? Roseanne Reed from her album Lawside, new at 31 this month. Well, now I'm delighted that we're joined by Lucy Shields of the Folk Forecast to bring us up to date with the latest news. Welcome, Lucy. Well, the big news is I heard that you're going on a very long walk. Uh, could you tell us a bit more about that? Where are you off to? Yeah, good, absolutely. I'm, I'm going to be starting at the Wickham Festival on the 4th of August and the night before on the 3rd, the headline act to show of hands and they've kindly said that I can go on stage and tell the crowd about my walk 
and so I'm starting there and then it's 180 miles in two weeks to get me to Folk East in Suffolk. So it's this extraordinary 14 mile a day walk. Um, and I've been training. I looked up on the internet how to um, train for a long walk and it said, do long walks. So I've been going out from my house here in the, the South Downs and climbing up and down the South Downs a lot. So I'm hoping my legs will be in good shape to get that going. And, and every night, you know, during this walk, there's going to be an artist coming along to join me in a pub, of course, and to raise morale by playing or singing a few songs or tunes just to put some energy back into my tired legs. Sounds good. I mean, you've got to have a pub at the end of a, a good walk, haven't you? So who have you got coming to play for you each night? Well, it's just a lovely list, actually. I was so grateful to all these people. We've got Rowan Piggott and Rosie Hodgson of The Wilderness Yet. I'm just getting my list out. Steve Knightley, A Show of Hands, with Johnny Kelsey of The Doll Foundation and Afro Celts. Eliza Marshall, the flautist, who you'll have heard on the Freedom to Roam episode of Folk on Foot. John Wilkes, who we've recorded a future episode of Folk on Foot with in Birmingham. Martin Simpson, what a joy it is always to see Martin. Janice Burns and John Doran, you know them well. Kirsty Merrin, a great singer and songwriter. Honey and the Bear, Megson. Sid Goldsmith and Danny Pedler of Taron. Bird in the Belly, Katie Spencer, who we've also recorded a forthcoming episode of Folk on Foot with, Knight and Spires, Peter Knight and John Spires, who you've heard on that episode with Raina Wynn and the Gig Spanner Big Band, Bella Hardy, of course, and then ending up with the Younguns, who are patrons of the Folk East Festival on the night before I walk into that festival. And I'm hoping that I'm going to be greeted by Boss Morris when I arrive at Folk East which is very, very exciting. Well, I mean, what an entrance that will be. They're just incredible. I'll probably be on my knees, <laughs> but they'll be good. <laughs> it sounds amazing, um, but it's all for a good cause as well, isn't it? So why are you doing it? I'm doing it to raise money for the charity Help Musicians. This is the charity that we supported on Folk on Foot during the pandemic lockdowns. The Folk on Foot amazing listeners raised £327,000 during the lockdowns. Half of that went to the people who took part in our front room festivals online but the other half went to help musicians who were putting out emergency grants to musicians who'd had their livelihoods swept away well that's all in the past but the work of the charity goes on and it's an amazing charity because it doesn't just help when you're in really an emergency you know when you've got a physical or a mental health problem or where, where you're in financial difficulties it does that but it also tries to help artists build sustainable careers in what is a really precarious industry. Um, you know, people are often living from hand to mouth and uh, having to worry about where the next uh, rent payment comes from. And so it tries to help you build a career if you are a musician. And I think it's an incredibly worthwhile cause. And we've already had some amazingly generous donations since I announced the walk. People have put it, their hands in their pockets and donated to us for help musicians. And every single penny that we raise goes directly to the charity and doesn't touch the sides, goes straight to the charity to continue their wonderful work supporting musicians. It is an amazing cause and it's so needed, especially after the last couple of really tough years that we've had. So if people want to donate, how can they do that? All you have to do is go to folkonfoot.com slash bigwalk. That's folkonfoot.com slash bigwalk. And there's a donate button there, big green button that you just press on and it's all very simple. But also there, you'll find details of the route, details of the pubs, 
details of the artists. So if you want to come along either just to sit in the pub and have a pint and listen to the music or to do a bit of the walk with me, look up the walk, the route there, and I'd love to see you along the way. Sounds amazing. Looking forward to seeing all your adventures along the way. Okay, Lucy. Well, let's, we'll keep in touch, obviously, and we're going to be posting lots of stuff on our YouTube channel and on social media, and we're making a special podcast version all about the story of the walk, so you'll get an episode about that too. But let's get some more music from the chart now, and then you come back with news of all the gigs that are going on in the folk world. We'll see you in a minute. See you then. Perhaps a look, perhaps a lie Or something taken out of time Starts with something little Are we stupid? Are we blind? Maybe you shout, maybe I swear Goes too far, we're not aware It escalates, it always does Let's separate this mess, Goodbye, kiss. 
brilliant and powerful magpie arc with Don't Leave the Door Open from Glamour in the Grey, which is up seven places at number 25 in this month's chart. Perhaps that's because they've agreed to donate some of the proceeds from their music sales to the Big Walk fundraiser between now and August the 18th. So thanks very much for that. But back to the rest of the news now with Lucy. And we're in full-on festival mode, aren't we, Lucy? It is indeed. So many festivals to choose from in the next couple of months. So first of all, we've got Spayfest up in Scotland from the 21st to the 23rd of July. They've got Skerryvor, Canaris Quintet, Talisk, Siobhan Miller Band, loads of great stuff up there. There's Belfast Tradfest from the 23rd to the 30th of July. They've got McGoldrick, McCusker and Doyle elephant sessions and lots more. Then there's also the Celtic Gathering over on the Isle of Man that same week, 24th to the 30th of July. They've got Dervish, Kareen Polwart and Dave Milligan, Rachel Hare and lots more. And then, of course, there's Cambridge Folk Festival from the 27th to the 30th. Always a highlight of um, the gigging year. And they've got um, lots of artists who have been featured on Folk on Foot as well. They've got Angeline Morrison, James Yorkston and Nina Pershon. Grace Petrie and absolutely loads more. Imelda May, The Proclaimers, the list goes on really. Um, there's also Warwick Folk Festival that same weekend. They've got This Is The Kit, Chris Wood, O'Hooli and Tito, Dominie Hooper and loads more. Womad that same weekend, very busy weekend. And I've got Kate Rusby, Sam Kelly and the Lost Boys, Catron Finch and heaps, heaps more. Underneath the Stars at the start of August, 4th to the 6th of August, They've got Kate Rusby, of course, The Longest Johns, Scary Vaux, Angeline Morrison again, Lady Maisry. Then the Sidmouth Folk Festival, a whole week there, and their lineup is virtually endless. <laughs> so there's Fisherman's Friends, Show of Hands, The Unthanks, Lavondonor, Cara Dillon, the list goes on. And then there's, of course, Fairport's Cropredy Festival, Cropredy Convention, rather. They've got Fisherman's Friends, Straubs, Pete and Diesel, Merry Hell, The Young'uns and Fairport Convention, of course. Saltburn Folk Festival from the 11th to the 13th of August. That's up in the northeast near me, and I'm going to be trying my hand at some emceeing, so that's a bit of a new adventure for me. And they've got an amazing lineup, Lady Maisry, a queer folk showcase as well. Absolutely loads going on. Broadstairs from the 11th to the 18th, that's another one that's a whole week long, so there's absolutely loads to pack in. Got John Wilkes, Granny's Attic, Seth Lateman, and loads more. The Magpies Festival, 11th to the 12th of August. Um, Laura Cortese, Gilmore and Roberts, The Magpies, Rachel Sermani. Heaps of good stuff going on there. Purbeck Valley from the 17th to the 20th of August. Got Seth Lateman, Lady Nade, Maz O'Connor. And they've also got Philkins Ensemble, which is an amazing big band. And there aren't many chances to catch them. So that's a really great one to look out for. Last couple, <laughs> Green Man in Wales from the 17th to the 20th of August. They've got First Aid Kit, Self-Esteem, Lancome, Rosie Plain, Lady Maisry and lots more. And then Beautiful Days from the 18th to the 20th. And they've got The Levelers, The Proclaimers, Oyster Band, Dervish, Spires and Bowden. And then, of course, there's Folk East and Wickham that you already mentioned and lots more. So heaps to be going at. Get out there, get get to a festival is the only advice I can give you. Are there any online gigs going on at the moment? Yes, so we've got a great one from Nine Barrow. They're going live from Rose Cottage on the 15th of July. It's sort of like a mini festival, really, because they've got a few guests as well. So they've got Odette Mitchell, Dan Walsh and Will Finn and Rosie Calvert joining them. So 
that's going to be a really lovely evening and you can watch it again afterwards as well if you can't make it on the 15th of July. Any significant album releases coming up? Yes, so a couple of really great ones to look out for. So the 7th of July, we've got The Endless Coloured Ways, The Songs of Nick Drake, which is a collection of songs by Nick Drake performed by over 30 amazing artists, um, including Catherine Priddy, who, of course, featured on a recent episode of Folk on Foot singing some of Nick Drake's songs. As well as Catherine, there's going to be songs from Bombay Bicycle Club and The Staves, Stick in the Wheel, Kareen Polwart and Chris Drever, and lots lots more so that's going to be an amazing release also on the 7th of july the seth lakeman is releasing the somerset sessions which is unreleased session recordings that he did back in 2020 and he's got some guests on there as well so he's got ethan johns jeremy stacy john smith nick peeney and alex hart so it's um yeah really really nice collection of songs that fans won't have heard before in quite that way and then another one that came out in June that is worth looking out for is um, Liz Hanks has released a new album called Land. And it's a great one for Folk on Foot listeners because it's all about um, the area of Sheffield where she lives. And it's about the green spaces around us. But it's also accompanied by an app that maps out guided walks of the areas that inspired the album. So you can do the walk and, uh, and listen to it at the same time, which is really nice. Sounds wonderful. Now, what about the Lucy Shields Book Club? Have you got a book for us this month? The the book club continues apace. So um, there's a new book called The Hidden Fires, A Cairngorm's Journey with Nan Shepherd by Merrin Glover. And it's um, a great one for anyone who enjoyed the Jenny Sturgeon episode of Folk on Foot. So it's a chance to sort of revisit that world, really, and exploring the same landscapes and themes that were in Nan's book, but through fresh eyes, really, um, looking back on it. From a new perspective. Well, that sounds fantastic. Okay, Lucy, it's wonderful to talk to you and good luck with your MCing at Saltburn. I'm sure you'll have a great time and we'll see you next month. Great. See you then. On with the chart at 30, Eliza Carthy and the Restitution with Queen of the World. At 29, her cousin Mary Waterson and the Hack Poets Guild with Black Letter Garland. At 28, Dawn from Talisk. At 27, Richard Dawson's The Ruby Court. At 26, Breacher Campbell and Carry Them With Us. At 25, Magpie Arc's Glamour in the Grey. At 24, Nos and Stretching Skyward. At 23, Blackmore's Night present the 25th anniversary edition of Shadow of the Moon. At 22, Rosie Plain and Prize. And at 21, For All Our Days That Tear the Heart by Jesse Buckley and Bernard Butler. Well, there are four new entries still to come, plus my interview with Shirley Collins. But right now, let me tell you about the latest episode of Folk on Foot, which is coming your way on Friday the 14th of July. It features our highest climb yet to the top of Yorkshire's tallest mountain, Wernside, to help the singer and songwriter Johnny Campbell record a track from his new album. We're also joined by the wonderful fiddle player Mikey Kenny. Here's a little taster. Sunday will you come for a walk round Winter Hill? Ten thousand come last Sunday, there's room for thousands still. On Sunday will you come for a walk round Winter Hill? Ten thousand come last Sunday, there's room for thousands still. On 
Sunday will you come for a walk round Winter Hill? Ten thousand came last Sunday, there's room for thousands still on Sunday will you come for a walk round Winter Hill? Ten thousand came last Sunday, there's room for thousands still. Sunday will you come for a walk round Winter Hill? Ten thousand came last Sunday, there's room for thousands still on Sunday will you come? For a walk round Winter Hill Ten thousand can last Sunday There's room for thousands still On Sunday will you come For a walk round Winter Hill Ten thousand came last Sunday There's room for thousands still It was a big climb, but the view was definitely worth it. That's Johnny Campbell and Mikey Kenny on Wernside, the new Folk on Foot episode coming your way on the 14th of July. That's a Friday. Subscribe or follow us in your podcast app so you don't miss it. Now, I just want to give you a brief taste now of another new entry at 15 in this month's chart. It comes from the wonderful fiddle player Lauren McCall, who has a new album called Ha. She sent us this short extract. the next chart countdown at 20 another great Scottish fiddle player Duncan Chisholm with Black Coolin at 19 Elephant Sessions and For the Night at 18 Merry Hell say Let the Music Speak for Itself at 17 The Young'uns and their inspiring Tiny Notes at 16 Angeline Morrison's The Sorrow Songs and you really have to hear her fascinating and moving episode of Folk on Foot which is out now at 15 Lauren McCall and Ha. At 14, The Unthanks and Sorrows Away. At 13, Kate Rusby wishes herself 30 happy returns. At 12, Passenger with Birds That Flew and Ships That Sailed. And at 11, Smoke and Oakham from The Longest Johns. And then, straight in at number 10, collaborating for the second time are two of the folk world's great guitarists. Here are Jim Geddy and Toby Hay.
Jim Getty and Toby Hay with Bright Edge Deep from their eponymous album. New entry at number 10 in this month's chart. When the mushroom gathers like majestic scarecrows skip along the side fall of the hill. Now at nine, Lisa O'Neill and all of this is chance. Watch him, watch him, that man on the hill whose spirit is a wet sack for lapping about the knees of time. I can still taste you and it kills me At eight, self-titled from Marcus Mumford still some sick part of it that thrills me Oh, what do you do if your cattle boil over? What would I do? Will I fill in again? What do you do with the cow and a clover? What would I do? Will I sat the dragon? At seven, the Merry Wallopers with the Merry Wallopers at six, Billy Martin's Drop Cherries. I drop cherries at your door When you ask for more At five, Scarivore with Tempest. To the unknown, through the sky Chasing down the dream Looking in the eye of the storm At four, Lankham and False Lankham. At three, the Levelers Collective and together all the way. So don't pray to a God, cause we're endless together all the way. They're from the old to the young, the cradle to the grave. And there are still two new entries to come. And at two in this month's chart, the voice of 87-year-old Shirley Collins. Some are saying that her album Archangel Hill is one of the best she's ever made. It's the third since she started singing again after a long, long break. And it includes some songs she's recorded before that she wanted to revisit, some other traditional songs and some more contemporary choices. The arrangements by Ian Keary are understated and quite beautiful. So when I called Shirley up at her home in the Sussex town of Lewis, I wanted to know how she chose the songs for this album. <laughs> That's quite a tricky question. In some ways, the songs choose me. Um, and there are a few songs I've revisited as well because I wanted to sing them again. It's just, yeah, the songs just sort of pop up. Is it the ones that just feel right to you at the time? That's absolutely true, yes. Yeah. And the ones that I can s still sing, you know, because if the range is too wide, I, I can't. Well, I was going to ask you about the change in your voice because you've included on the album a, a live recording from, from I think, 1980, uh, where we hear your voice in olden times and then we hear it compared to now. How did, how did you feel hearing the two side by side? Well, interestingly, it was a whole octave difference, which is quite a bit. It was lovely hearing the, the one from the Sydney Opera House with a, a harpsichord arrangement. I, I, I enjoyed that. It's just a lovely song, and there were other reasons for including it as well, apart from the fact that I wanted Dolly on the album, and she was only there with her arrangements for that, because Winsome Evans uh, provided the harpsichord accompaniments for it, but they were Dolly's arrangements, and I wanted Dolly on the album still. And 
it's partly because of the family association of my uncle Fred, favourite uncle who used to play lots of different sorts of music to Dolly and me and talked a lot about literature. Um, wonderful man. And so he wrote the poem for a sweetheart he lost because at the time, this is back in the 1920s, in those days, there was breach of promise. Now, he was engaged to one woman, but then fell in love with another one, an art student. And um, the family couldn't afford the breach of promise case. So he married the woman he was engaged to, although he was still in love with the person he did love, the woman well, he did that's love. That's tragic, isn't it? Well, it, it is tragic. There's also a great sweetness about it as well. It's such a sort of open, young, honest look at things. And um, so I set it to one of the great English tunes, Diabetes and Lazarus, and it fitted perfectly. And um, there was Uncle Fred on my album. So you know, I've got Dolly and Uncle Fred. <laughs> and I think your father as well. And because my dad, yes. Now, yeah, the title track, Archangel Hill, is a poem that you recite over music. Tell us about that poem. Well, my dad was, this is during the war. I, I must have been about 39, 40, 50, how about, six or so. Um, dad was away in the army. He, he was in the Royal Artillery. So we didn't see a lot of him during the war. And then when he came back after the war, um, my mum had sort of been used to being independent and they just couldn't get on. And he left fairly soon. He <laughs> he went off with a red-haired widow who <laughs> died, <laughs> who had two children. And we would occasionally see them in the street together and it was sort of heartbreaking. But a few years ago, I came across a, a little book of poems that Dad had written. He'd got them typed out and he'd had beautiful handwriting as well. And there were some notes there. and. It was so touching, and it was all about Sussex as well. And then I could include my dad on the album. So I've got my sister and my it's father. Incredibly evocative to hear it, because I'm sitting in a little village called Amberley underneath the South Downs. Here. Oh, right, yes. <laughs> and that's where I live. And I was just sitting listening to it this afternoon, looking up at the South Downs, and it, it's oh. evocative of Sussex, isn't it? It is, yes. I mean, the whole, but that whole piece that Ian Keary wrote, you know, using part of each song in his composition, I think it's absolutely beautiful. And yes, it, it is Sussex, you know. So I'm glad you're Sussex too. And may I say how very tidy your room is. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> said that I was a bit OCD with my book to read. <laughs> like that. We, we should talk about the recording process too, Shirley, because the first two albums that you've made recently were recorded in your cottage near Lewis, weren't they? Oh, but the this is one. just the first one. Oh, just the first one, right. So yes. you're in a studio for this one. I what did. difference does it make when you're recording in a studio or you're recording in the cottage? <laughs> well, in the studio, of course, it's much easier from the sound point of view because in the cottage, I mean, it's <laughs> a little narrow street right outside. So there were lots of things like, you know, children coming home from school and skateboards coming down. And, and uh, luckily, a lot of bird song as well through the kitchen window. And I was at ease here as well, you know, and, and all the musicians were friends. And so that made it a lot easier. I don't think I'd have dared go into a studio for the first album because I was still anxious that 
an engineer might think, what on earth is she doing, thinking she can sing? Um, but when we went into the studio the second time, of course, it was a friend of Ian's anyway, Al Scott, and it was all very relaxed and we took it slowly. And it was easier, of course, because, you know, you've got the silence there you can, and you can do several tracks if you want to. How do you feel about singing now? Because obviously you had that great long hiatus when, yes. when no noise would come, when there were no sounds coming and, you, you know, you had all those psychological barriers to it. How, how do you feel when you sing now? Do you feel happy? Well, I tell you what, I, <laughs> I sing well on stage, which is, you know, just so good for me because, um, well, because of course it is, and and to have dis, you know rediscovered my voice is is a is a good thing. It's not the voice it was, of course, but then why would it be at my age and not having sung for so long? But if this doesn't sound too vain, I do understand the songs, you know, and I can sing them as I think they should be sung. I mean, I think so. Partly by reason why people like, especially Archangel Hill, is that I just wonder if they think it's their grandmother singing to them, and it gives them some sort of comfort. <laughs> well, the reviews have been extraordinary. I mean, some of them have said that you've made one of the best albums you've ever made at the age of whatever it is, eighty-seven. Now, is it? Uh, Shirley, I mean, time it'll be eighty-eight. Yeah, I mean, is, is that, <laughs> how does it feel to read those reviews? Well, it's. No, it's it's wonderful. I, you know, I, I can't say that it's not the most pleasing thing. And it's it's also encouraging as well, you know, that people recognise the songs as well. I mean, there's something in the songs that seems to speak to people. And when we do concerts, we often get told by people in the audience that what they love is that the songs really do tell a story and that the atmosphere is right for that as well. And that's so rewarding. Although one person in the audience said, um, oh, she's still got her marbles then. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to play Hairs on the Mountain, which oh, is a song God. you recorded many, many years ago and kind of turned into a, a folk standard. Why did you want to revisit it on this album? Well, it's always intrigued me. And um, Ian, why did I want it on this album? We well, can't say. Yeah. The, the thing we can't say. We can. Oh, we can say. Yeah, yeah. So wait. Go on. It's one of the theme songs on Bridget Christie's "The Change," which oh. is on Channel Four at the moment. On the TV comedy show. Yeah. Well, it's, yeah. like, it's, it's sort of comedy. Yes, yes. It's, it's out now. Yeah, yeah. It's extraordinary. So um, we're thrilled about that. <laughs> <laughs> but it, I mean, it's a, a great story song, isn't it? Well, it is. It's in, an intriguing song because you're not quite sure what's going on. <laughs> I always think the women come out best, though. Yep. <laughs> so they should. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's a song, they don't often come out best. <laughs> True. Shirley, it's a triumph uh, of an album. Thank you so oh, much for uh, joining us on, on the official chart show and congratulations on the, on the success it's of our official chart show. This is the official Folk Albums chart show, yes. Fantastic. Yeah, which means you're in the chart. I must tell my grandchildren they'll be thrilled. <laughs> <laughs> Let's play that song, Hairs on the Mountain. Oh, 
Sally, my dear, it's you I'd be kissing. Oh, Sally, my dear, it's you I'd be kissing. She smiled and replied, you don't know what you're missing. Oh, Sally, my dear, I wish I could wed you. Oh, Sally, my dear, I wish I could bed you. She smiled and replied, then you'd say I'd misled you. If all you young men were hares on the mountain, if all you young men were hares on the mountain, how many young girls would take guns and go hunting? If the young men could sing like blackbirds and thrushes, if the young men could sing like blackbirds and thrushes, how many young girls would go beating the bushes? If all you young men were fish in the water, if all you young men were fish in the water, how many young girls would undress and dive after? If all you young men were rushes a-growing, if all you young men were rushes a-growing, how many young girls would take sides and go mowing? But the young men are given to frisking and fooling, Oh, the young men are given to frisking and fooling. I leave them alone and attend to my schooling. Yes, it's true, Shirley, you are in the chart. That was Hairs on the Mountain from Shirley Collins' album Archangel Hill, new at number two this month, which brings us to the highest new entry and the new number one. It comes from This Is The Kit, and it's a thoughtful, intriguing album from Kate Stables and the band. She's been examining the imperfect world around us and thinking about how our relationships with others can help us learn more about ourselves. This track is... Inside Outside. Call it out again, call it out again, the way to go. Roll it out again, roll it out again.
I'm going to practice some of those dance moves and maybe try them out on next month's show. Congratulations to This Is The Kit, new at number one in this month's official folk albums chart. So, lots for you to remember this month. If you can, please make a donation to support me on my big walk in aid of help musicians this August. All the details of the route and the artists who are coming along with me and how to donate are at folkonfoot.com slash bigwalk. Stand by for the new episode of Folk on Foot featuring Johnny Campbell and Mikey Kenny up Wernside. That's out on Friday the 14th of July. And please get out there and buy tickets for a gig or a festival. There are so many to choose from. Thanks to English Folk Expo who licensed the chart to us, to the Folk on Foot team who worked so hard to make the shows, and to you for supporting the music and the musicians we all love. (laughs) 